Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Start racking your brain. In the year of 2021, best sports moments. I think you got to throw one of them up there as we were just talking about it. Wisconsin hockey wins the Big Ten. Yeah, wow. That's Cole Caulfield. Hobie Baker. Hobie Baker Award winner. That is a special moment of 2021. Yeah. When it comes to sports. I think you could say another one with Badger hockey would be Big Ten champs. He said that. Great. <laughs> and by the way, in Garden 60, Roddy, I was going to Ricky Rubio. All right. I don't care about Ricky Rubio or his ACL. Bad sports but I moment. hope you care about the product we have on our show. Rowdy started listening. <laughs> uh, the, and December 30th of 2021, my favorite moment, Rowdy started to listen again. No, but yes, Rowdy, to your point, yes. Wisconsin yes. hockey, just to, just to hammer the point home as Rowdy was doing, Wisconsin uh, hockey winning the Big Ten indeed. Volleyball National Championship. Volleyball National Women's Championship. Women's Hockey National Championship. Women's Hockey National Championship. Let's just do a whole Wisconsin thing right here. The the emergence of Braylon Allen, the 17-year-old as Wisconsin's running back. How about just say that he's the first Badger to run for 1,000 yards as a freshman since... James White and Ron Dane. True freshman. True, True freshman, freshman, yeah. Because yeah. Anthony Davis did it as a redshirt freshman. Let's see here. Anything else for Wisconsin? And I, I think there's a couple other redshirt freshmen in there, too. But yeah. yeah. True freshman who wasn't 18 yet. First ever in program history. No, I thought this was really cool. <laughs> How about this? Wisconsin basketball ended Roy Williams' illustrious career. He did. Wisconsin basketball, whose backs were against the wall, people doubted them. They said, you know what, Roy Williams? Dang, gummit. Yeah. We're going to end you on a loss. Take this L as you walk out the door. So Wisconsin basketball pulls themselves up in the NCAA tournament for that one game, and they beat North Carolina. I thought that was pretty cool. No, it's not going to yeah. surpass, like, women's volleyball or Are we just winning the Big Ten for hockey, Rowdy. Doing Wisconsin they can do whatever. UW stuff uh, right Are we now? really going to put that up there and have it tied to Roy Williams? I just said you it was to. an overrated college basketball. It was a you good moment. To, it was a good moment of 2021. In his illustrious career, he has said Wisconsin set basketball back 50 years. Yeah, he's a dipstick. Yeah. I think what it is He's a good just, recruiter, not a good coach. How about, I like the fact that Roy Williams' last game, if that ever comes to a trivia question night, Roy Williams' last game was a loss to the Wisconsin Badgers. Think about that. Because they've retired. Like, Wisconsin athletics in general has retired a lot of people. They have, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So Wisconsin um. <laughs> just breaks teams and coaches. Yeah. I think now, at the end of the day, is it going to surpass a lot of other things? No. No. But it's still cool to say Wisconsin and Roy Williams' final career as a coach gave him an L. Yeah. Adios. And with your plaid Best sports moment? Uh, not really Wisconsin-related. That's fine. But uh, Brian Kelly uh, picked up a Southern draw. <laughs> <laughs> My family. My family. Wow, that is like the worst. Y'all going to celebrate when we all when we all win? Yeah. Uh, if this is the welcome I get and I ain't even won a game yet. You're like, well, wow, man. Wow, you picked up that southern accent. You've so, never been below that's, the IHOP 
Waffle House line. It doesn't have to be Wisconsin Badgers. I mean, I believe that's called the Mason Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if it's uh, just a favorite sports memory of 2021, something we can celebrate. Yes, let's celebrate it. I just went from Wisconsin hockey into the Wisconsin side of things. Yeah. And then uh, football wise, uh, in the year of 2021, I mean Braylon MVP. Allen. The emergence of him is nice. Rogers winning an MVP. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm still trying to. Oh, think of you're just, but yes, Rogers. UW yes. right now. Well, it doesn't have to be, but I'm just trying to think of football, <laughs> Wisconsin football things besides Braylon Allen. The Grit Factory hat? The Grit Factory hat was nice. Uh, Wisconsin single-handedly giving Duke's Mail the most publicity they've ever had ever in their had. entire existence of a At company. north of the Mason-Dixon line. It comes back I, to that because Duke's there's Mail a, would there's say, a whole bunch of people. Like down south, that swear by Duke's Mayo and say it's better. Than we were at the. It was not Come too on. long ago, and Jen. We did the taste test. My Elmans wife was the winner. My wife was like, uh, we were door shopping. I looked in the cart because we sometimes we split up and go different aisles. She bought some Duke's Mayo. Yeah, I'm like, what's this doing in here? She's like, I don't know. I just it just got in my head to get some, and I wanted some mayo, so I want to try Duke's. I'm like, yeah, you're a big fan of the show. You yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. You must have watched that Badgers <laughs> and Duke's Mayo Bowl too. <laughs> when was this? Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was like a month or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks for listening last year, honey. Well, I planted it in the brain, you know, and slowly well, been growing. Well, at the time, it was not available on the grocery shop. Well, we were talking about it again. I, like, picked up the last pouch. Because I remember when we when, originally got it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the pouch. When we were talking we were talking Duke's Mayo not too long ago because we were talking about where the Badgers would go for a bowl game. Yeah. And we're like, oh, man, Duke's Mayo wants them back. <laughs> and then we are saying it was a travesty that the coach, Paul Chris, didn't get dumped with a bucket of mayonnaise. And now they're they putting won. the bucket yeah. of mayonnaise on the so sideline maybe, this year. Jenny, listen, maybe that's what yeah. was seeped into her subconscious. Rowdy, you had one? Uh, no, uh, yeah, I just had the Braylon Allen one because, to be completely honest, with Badger football this year, they underachieved. Outside of Braylon Allen, I really don't think there is anything great. No, that's what I was trying to think. Like, what else is there for Wisconsin there football? There isn't anything. I guess the defense was, you know, tops the, the in the country, but that's, good, that's but like every year. Okay, yeah, exactly. They've been good basically since Barry Alvarez took over. Yeah. I was, trying, I was trying to rack my brain for, like, Wisconsin football stuff, and really it was Braylon Allen. That's it. You underachieved by two games if you look at what Vegas had you at. <laughs> yeah. you, you got absolutely embarrassed in Minnesota. He did. Yeah, that's the offensive tough. line <laughs> in the first half of the season didn't play very well. Right. Graham Mertz didn't play very well. I guess fans back in the stands for to see Badger football is a good that was a good thing. I, I, I guess. can't give the receivers any credit for just being healthy for the first time in years. Yeah. Can't really give Graham Mertz any credit. That's what I'm saying. It's just Braylon Allen. And the grit factory and the defense. hat. And the grit factory yeah. hat. Yeah. That's it. The grit factory hat. Yeah. Other than that. This is this is the year for non traditional sports. Yeah, as I mean, in like like not your big yeah. big time. Well, volleyball is the best one for Wisconsin power four sports, right? When it comes to Wisconsin athletics for the best of twenty twenty one, it's Wisconsin volleyball. Why not Wisconsin hockey, women's hockey? Rowdy, what did Wisconsin hockey do again? Wisconsin women's hockey. No, what, what, they won it. Oh all. yeah, Wisconsin women's hockey. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying Wisconsin volleyball had never won it. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Wisconsin you. hockey yeah. had. Yep. Women's, and which is incredible. Fruition. Don't get me wrong. Well, Wisconsin volleyball, first time they had done it, and yeah, especially against a, their former coach, mm-hmm. who 23 years ago, I don't uh, know if you heard this, said, said they'll never win without me. Can't win here. Or can't win in Wisconsin. And what they do? They beat them. They went. They punked them in a very exciting match. Uh, all right, so there you go. The, the football, I'm really racking the brain. It's really just Braylon Allen. Yeah. And the, I mean, the defense is constant. Grit factory. Fans back in the stands. Yeah. Other death, than that, I couldn't death, tell you. Death Row. Death Row, not Suge Knight. Up until they didn't drop back and cover people in the middle of the field. Yeah. Which almost lost on Nebraska game. 
lost them the Minnesota game. Uh, I guess well, the offense really not showing up at the Minnesota game lost them the Minnesota. Could you say game. that the mayor came in at the dead of night to um, stay the execution of death row? That's why they weren't back there. Sure. <laughs> I'm just not trying to think of something. All right, then when it comes to uh, how about this for a football side of things? Aaron Charles Rodgers, as you just said a couple minutes ago, RJ, winning another MVP, his third in the year of 2021, was absolutely incredible. Los Bucks. Uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, anything else for the Packers besides Rodgers? I guess him surpassing Brett Favre's touchdown record? That yeah, was a good moment of 2021. Basically just Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, it was once again another loss in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt LaFleur making some records, but I've, if you were to ask Matt LaFleur, like fastest coach to, what was it, 30-something wins and then yada, yada, yada. But if you were to ask LaFleur, it'd be like, yo, dude, I just want to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So not, I'd say Rodgers and the MVP. Not happy with the NFC championship game. Rodgers and the MVP is about it for the Packers. I mean, NFC Norris, whatever. With <laughs> Can't even count them on two hands now of how many they've won the past. Yeah. So Packers is that. And then, yes, another MVP. Giannis Adenikumo, the Milwaukee Bucks, winning the NBA Finals. And, and Giannis, the NBA's Finals MVP. His order at Chick-fil-A. 50 nuggets in honor of 50 years of the Bucks winning the championship. Well, he also dropped 50 points. And he dropped 50 points. <laughs> not 49, <laughs> not 51, 50. and a Sprite and lemonade. <laughs> yeah. So obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, that was huge. And then when we look at this, how about the Milwaukee Brewers? Now I know they did not go far in the playoffs. No, I don't want them on anything. Well, you're going to get it right here. Corbin, Corbin Burns. Burns, Cy Young Award winner, the first since I'll 1982. I don't want the team on anything. Well, he, I'm still he pissed. Plays at for it. the Brewers, Rowdy. Well, he's he's okay with the player. Yeah, Corbin did you Burns, to me? the Brewers. Yeah, I did, Rowdy. Actually, <laughs> the Brewers don't make a list. The Milwaukee Brewers starting pitcher Corbin Burns, Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, you're singling out an Incredible. Yeah. As it was the first time since 82. So that's crazy. And other than that for the Brewers. Nothing. Again, they don't deserve anything. Just Corbin Burns. They they won the Central. Okay, we saw them do that in 2018. And then they choked. Well, I I guess you could maybe talk about... uh, Fastball Freddie and Woody as well. And Hater. I mean, yeah. But, like, so pitchers. Yeah, and the pitching then, staff of the Brewers. And then, you know, the rest of it was pretty much like, meh. Meh, meh, And, I mean, they did for their, what was it, their third time winning the NL Central 2021. Yeah. So you could say winning the NL Central, I guess, is a, for the Packers winning the NFC North, whatever, for the Brewers winning the, uh, the NL Central is, is cool because it's still kind of new. And, I mean, we what, 75% but, of the time if you play the Brewers and and beat them in the playoffs, you're going to win the World Series? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But you have a 100% chance of making it. Yes. Yes. So Corbin Burns winning Cy Young is the biggest. <laughs> that's, that's huge for Corbin Burns and the Milwaukee Brewers. Absolutely incredible. And anything else just off the top of our heads? I'm sure I think, there's more. Just listing all of them, I think the two clear-cut ones are Milwaukee Bucks championship. It's been 50 years. I think a lot of people never thought they'd see that again. And Wisconsin Volleyball for winning their first national championship ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to be your top two. Yeah. Hobie Baker was pretty huge for Wisconsin hockey where they were before. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's second Hobie Baker they won. Uh, it's not like, over a championship, but yes. Right. Much like uh, the Heisman Trophy. Um Probably should have one more Hobie Baker in there. Um, 
Wisconsin should have Steve Reinprecht back in the day, but he went pro uh, before the Hobie Baker Award. A pro's and it pro. was awarded to somebody else. A pro's pro. Um, who had lesser stats than him. Much like if you look at a couple of running backs the Badgers have had where some didn't even get an invite to go to the uh, um, the ceremony, and one took second to a very average quarterback year. Uh, with a guy who ha- had weapons that all played in the NFL, and yet said running back had like almost twenty seven hundred all purpose yards. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're if you're not if you're a running back, you better play for a team. Yeah, <laughs> like like Alabama. Right. Yeah. Like remember back in the day. Ooh, what was this? Probably what a decade ago. Did Jonathan Taylor ever even get invited? No. Yeah. I think it was Toby Gearhart where he was like Stanford's all-time player. Yep. And had like and pretty much every single like pretty much everybody category. was like he's winning. Yeah, he had like every single category and then Mark Ingram won. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and Gerhardt was the better collegiate running back then. Correct. Overall better collegiate running back. Better numbers. I mean, Alabama was the better team. He just better. But I mean, could you imagine if in that year, Toby Gearhart was on Alabama. <laughs> Toby, who, who beat Toby out Gearhart. Christian McCaffrey? That's another one. Oh, it oh, was dude, um, yeah. He got drafted, but he got he it, love. Yeah, I I can't think of what wow. his first name is. It's Love. Not Jordan. Um, no, it's not Jordan Love. Bryce. Bryce Love. He tore his knee up. Bryce Love. No, Bryce Love was the oh, other the one Stanford just, running back. Yeah. Um, but when Christian McCaffrey. Was Stanford's running back who beat him out for the Heisman? Oh, um, I thought you meant like okay, no, but Stanford has had three running backs that probably should have won it that got beat out. Derrick Henry, that's Alabama. He who beat out Derrick? Who beat out Christian McCaffrey? Is that Derrick Henry? Yeah, was it? Was it oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it was Derrick Henry. I still think overall the better running back was. I Christian know it's McCaffrey. Alabama, Rowdy, but the better all around guy. Was Christian McCaffrey. And now look at the career in the NFL. Both are hurt. Tom and Egg Harbor, man, Tom. He called in during break and he's like, I can't believe you guys didn't say this. Oh. For Wisconsin basketball. We were talking about Wisconsin handing the L to Roy Williams' his final game. He's like, dude, 2021, the emergence of Johnny Davis. <laughs> yes. How, to, how we could not have said the emergence of Johnny Davis is beyond me. And Tom also threw in winning the Maui Invitational, i.e. also yeah. that was the emergence of Johnny Davis yeah, as well. I guess. I, and I think it's one of those since this year's, this season's still going on. Yeah. We haven't, we're, I guess we're not focused on. We weren't processing this it correctly. season. Well, we yes, you're right. Since we are talking about Wisconsin, you want to hit a little, it's an hour old. Ooh. But oh, yeah. I just saw it. Hang on, kill a little time. I, I have a new breaking news sounder. <laughs> yeah, so don't say it. Speaking of Wisconsin sports, this is a a positive for the Wisconsin football team, oh, oh. as there has been new information that has come out about an hour ago. Oh man, like from John McNamara about a certain Wisconsin player who, and it's not Matt Henningsen. Breaking news live from... I like how you said positive news. Breaking news live from WOZN Studios. 
We now go live to Rowdy Razor with his Wisconsin News. Rowdy? Well, I'm looking at John McNamara's tweet from about an hour ago, and he's hearing that hashtag Wisconsin's fullback John Chanel has made the trip to Las Vegas and should be able to play today for the hashtag Badgers against Arizona State. Get some Herm Edwards. Is he the first ever fullback to move a line half a point? (laughs) I think so. Maybe Maybe that's why we're back up. It is fullback you here. Just ask Matt Bernstein. So there you go. Well done on the breaking news, Rowdy. Uh, our guy Corey and Marshall says, I'd say best sports moments, the Bucks winning a championship in 2021. Second, the Daniel Vogelback super slam walk-off. Yeah. That was pretty sick. That was. And now he's unemployed. Oh. Didn't no one pick him up? Or I guess there's a lockout. They couldn't. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's locked out. Yeah, he's locked out. He was, uh, got on, uh, he didn't play on 4th of July. But that uh, American flag romper he was wearing was absolutely incredible. Hilarious that they also made him one of the um, players that did the little bar. Yeah, remember how, serve beer. Yeah, remember how they had players yeah. serving beer at that one bar on like the second level or so whatever like, it was? I think Sophia Minner did it. Did, uh, Carlos Gomez did it. Did Jeff Ed, Jenkins do it? Freddie Peralta did it Freddie on Peralta. a day off. Ed Cedar did it. Oh, no, Corey Hart did it. I don't know if Jeff did. Um, yeah, but Daniel Vogel back in active Because remember, he did it while he was injured with a hamstring yeah. and yeah. not playing and just sitting on the bench. Like, well, why don't you go serve some beer? Yeah, <laughs> You look like, not, okay. to, not to judge you, Dan, but you look like a guy that would enjoy serving and drinking some beer. Turns out he took those talents that he learned last summer. He's probably now a bartender. It's on a resume now. You know? I'm going to go ahead and say no. I think he's still chilling out. He did just get, I think he got married over the year that was, so I remember looking at his Instagram account once. Yeah, I saw something that was like, one year ago today, she said yes. All right, so I, I don't know why RJ's hating on taking a bartending. I'm not. I mean, the Brewers did, I, I think the Brewers okay. did find a pretty good player that was a FedEx guy. Yeah. It's not a bartender. Axford came back from bartending and he does have, RJ does have a good point. It's not a bartender. <laughs> Something. He wasn't a bartender, but he was a bartender before he was in the MLB. He was a box. He, he was, was a box too, tender. So. Oh, there you go. He worked on a cruise ship. <laughs> bartender, <laughs> bartender. He was a waiter. We've had oh, a lot. I'm sorry. You blew <laughs> a waiter. We have a lot of hangover references this week. All right, so we have J. A. Krebs. Good morning, Jordan. He tweets me in my Twitter account. Ebo says, "Krebs, Johnny Davis isn't going to win us anything. Oh. The only answer for best of 2021 was the Bucks winning it all." Well, no, I mean, that Krebs, this is all-encompassing. This isn't just solely focusing on one thing. But, yes, the Bucks winning the championship, incredible. 50 years in the making. But Johnny Davis and the emergence of him has been awesome for Wisconsin basketball. As the team for the, what did you say, Rowdy and Nelly? The team in the last, like, three, four years, three years was kind of like a grind. It was like labored love. You're like, oh, I gotta, four. I would go with four. Got to watch Badger basketball. I love it, but I uh, – and the reason uh, I would go with four is and this because fun. that was yeah. when the Davisons, the Reavers, Reavers, they were majority all freshmen, and they still, I guess Trice was technically a sophomore at that time, even though he got like 100 years of eligibility. <laughs> yep. um, but that was also the year where they had Ethan Happ, who was a really good player, but he couldn't, couldn't shoot the basketball throws. and couldn't make free throws. Yep. So now you watch the Badger basketball team. I know they squeaked by last night over Illinois State, but it was still it was fun. Like, it was a little nerve-wracking at times, but it was fun. Like, Johnny Davis in the first half, he had, and this was early on, he had a sick pass. Uh, it was like a no-looker pass, and then Vote slammed it down. And then the following possession, Johnny Davis took a steal, uh, had a steal and took it down and just flushed it with a sweet dunk. And I'm like, this guy is sick. 
Remember? Oh, so we had Festivus, obviously, about a week ago. Yeah, the airing of the grievances. Yeah, right. I actually forgot one, one week ago. and I was reminded of it by watching the Wisconsin basketball game. But this wasn't a positive. You had a positive grievance? It was a positive from what I saw last night oh, with the okay. Badgers, gotcha. but it reminded me of a grievance I have and have had it for a long time, but I should have aired it. Let's hear it. It was when Tyler Wall went to the basket and he got fouled, yeah. but he went up for a dunk to dunk it. Yep. Thank you, Tyler Wall, for going to the rim with authority and trying to dunk it because you are 6'8". I know. I My pet peeve are guys that can <laughs> clearly dunk the basketball Easily. and they go to lay it in and oh. A, they miss it or B, it gets blocked. Dunk it! Throw yeah. it down! Like Crowell, he got fouled a couple times going to the glass. That's why I like this Wisconsin team. They went in for him, but yeah, I, I understand what Dunk the saying. basketball! Yep. There's nothing worse than when some guy goes soft to lay it up and he's like, to Rowdy's probably like six, eight or taller. It's right. like, you can easily dunk this ball. Just flush it down. Yeah, flush yeah. it down on the dude's head and then get your foul. Yeah. yeah. And then do that. And then you flush it and then you hang on the rim a little bit and you come down and you go, ah! And you mean mug. If, ah! I, if I was tall enough to dunk, I'd never lay it up again. No. <laughs> Same. I would dunk yeah, every possession. Every time. Just give me the ball. I'm dunking it. Let me just go like this. All right. I'm going to Vince Carter on. everyone. I'm going to jump over the ah! seven footers. Huh! I'm going to do the Sam Cassell big ball dance afterwards. So that, that was up. my festivist for from like forever. Yeah, but it was nice. And the announcer even said that last night, Rowdy Watch. He's like, I like the fact that Wall yeah. went up there to throw it down with authority. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think everyone does. Mm-hmm. That's why. Obviously, he didn't make the dunk. But most most of the time when they get fouled with the layups, they don't make it either. Yeah. One And one of the things that annoyed me last night. Um, dunk it. Illinois State had three or four guys playing with four fouls. Yeah. And they wouldn't call it a fifth? Right. But the whistles? It, it's also the fact that... Wisconsin wasn't pushing the issue to attack the guys yeah, the, with four fouls. The defense got very soft. Right. Well, I, mean, I thought the Illinois whistles. State, no, no, no. The offense got soft, too. They were not attacking the guys with four fouls. Yeah. It's like, do you not realize well, both the, yeah, there's got 10 soft. minutes left in this game, they're on a scoring run, and you're not doing anything to try to get the guys with four fouls out of the game. I mean, both teams shot 40% from beyond the arc, and then the difference was, just shooting-wise, 50% was Illinois State shooting, and the Badgers 42.4. I thought the second they just half, shot more free throws. The, the referees yeah. were blowing the whistles way too much. They were for a while, but then they kind of stopped at the end. And, and it, it was, Yeah, if you look at the box score, Wisconsin dominated the entire box score except for allowing them to shoot almost 51%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin shot more free throws. They shot ten more. There's your difference. But Illinois State. Um, let's see on the glass too. Rebounds. Um, Forty-two to yeah, thirty-five. They out-rebounded them as well. So like Brad Davison could not shoot to save his life last night. He was doing other things to help the offense hum along at the end there. Stephen Crowell looked very nice down low, but again, that's against Illinois State, who is an athletic team. They're just not like the huge bodies like the Big Ten. Uh, Johnny Davis had a lot of volume, six of twenty-three. You know, twenty points though—that's a lot of misses. But he's the reason why you know the Badgers are there. Yeah. And then uh, Wall had a pretty nice game too. He was—he was just consistently good for Tyler. Wall. Chucky Hepburn had a great first half. Okay, can I tell you who Chucky Hepburn reminds me of? Sure. So, <laughs> Chucky Hepburn, obviously a young guy. He's a freshman. Freshman, true freshman. We've talked about that. First one to start for UW since Devin Harris. Yep. Mm. He's got the like throwback afro. Yeah, it's sick. I love it. And if you look at the guy, 
He doesn't look like he'd be like a super quick or fat. It, like his build, he's got a bigger lower half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of like moves around kind of like the old guy that's at the wreck that's probably wearing two knee sleeves. <laughs> so are you telling me Jesus Shuttlesworth dad from He Got Game? Yeah, oh. pretty much. That's, yeah. What he, that's what he looks like. Like yeah. he, all oh, of a sudden he shows up, at the, uh, shows up at the wreck and it's like, man, this guy looks like his aches and pains, like he needs WD-40 for like that elbow and knees. Then he crosses that line and, <laughs> and you're then like, all of a sudden Whoa. he starts playing. It's like, well, actually, like, damn. And he, and he kind of lulls you to sleep. And then all of a sudden he makes a move and he's really quick. That's what he reminds me of because he's got sneaky speed. He doesn't look like he would be overly fast or over. And then all of a sudden he's right there in people's grill playing defense, or he's going by someone and making a pass. Dude, he's a baller. He's good. He, he reminds me of the old man that that's like dogging it until he gets the basket. Like Uncle Drew. Yeah, kind of. It's Remember like Uncle Drew. Well, that one's different. Well, it's Kyrie dressed up as an old man. Yeah. And it's like, who's this old man? Who's it? Or slap. Like he's like baiting them. He's like, yeah, I'm really not that quick. I'm I'm really, I'm, my back kind of hurts today. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, see ya. Now, you know how we started this a little bit about Wisconsin basketball talking about why you need to dunk a ball and throw it down? Yeah. Remember against Indiana when Chucky Hepburn had a breakaway? And he went to go dunk the ball when yeah. he should have just laid it up. Right. And that dude, was it number zero for Indiana, just ball. murdered him with yeah. his foul. He did get ball, but the bodied him hard. <laughs> that Then I'm like, Chucky Hepburn, first of all, I, A, I didn't know you could dunk. And B, you should have just done a layup there. <laughs> a, I didn't know you could dunk. Come on. You're well, playing, to Rowdy's point, it was a guy. You're playing D1 basketball. Most of those guys can dunk. To Rowdy's point, it was a guy that, like, you're like, I don't know if this dude got it in him. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, damn, he does. Well, if we're talking about old time players where it was like dunk the basketball instead of laying it in, remember uh Bohannon? Yes. Yeah. I think when, that when he had a breakaway in Iowa and you know, this is a guy that what was was he six one? Yeah. He wasn't the tallest six guy, two, but like still in vision one athlete, you probably expect that he could dunk and he went up to dunk it on a breakaway and he missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you can't dunk, just lay it in. Just, exactly. Just There's nothing worse away. than a guy that goes up and boom. And you know what's actually funny about that? I was when I was a kid, I would stay up and watch some of the late NBA games, and this was when Michael Jordan was a wizard. I remember watching Michael Jordan miss a dunk on a, You're a wizard on a, on a breakaway too. Now, was it the back of the rim where it dings off, or yeah. was it the front of the he rim? He hit the back of the rim and it popped way out. Yeah, that's not as bad as hitting the front of the rim when you stuff yourself. <laughs> where you get stuff. Yeah, that's the <laughs> like toughest. Bo- like Bohannon. Yeah, <laughs> that's the toughest luck. If you're up there and you ding it out the back of the rim, you're like, okay, dude, dude's got ups and can throw down. Just bad circumstances, right? You hit the front end. But if you front end yourself on a dunk, <laughs> or, you're like, don't or do that like again. the bottom of the rim. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, like you're uh, hitting. Now, I can't dunk, but I can definitely stuff myself on the bottom of the rim. That's oh. that's easily done for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't dunk. Well, if you lower the rim, you can. Uh, yeah, take it to eight feet. I got if you it. T- bring a trampoline to the court, you can. Nah, I'd probably say trampoline. I'd I'd be worried my knee would most impressive, so dunkers, be like, eh. most impressive dunkers. Most impressive dunkers. The mascots. Yeah. Those dudes, like when they go through the hoop. Have you seen that? Yeah. Wild. Then you see them hang up there. What they need to bring back for us, RJ, Oh, that's that's that uh, one, the roller skate one. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. What, Rowdy? What they need to bring back for us, RJ, was... um, Oh, what was the name of the basketball where there were trampolines? Slam ball. Slam ball. Ah, oh, that was awesome. I'd sign up and play that's, that. That's full contact. The rims were padded. So in case you got jacked in midair, if you landed on the hoop, you were okay. Slam ball. Yeah, slam, slam ball. ball and UFC combined to a new league. I don't XFL the, and slam ball. I think it was already there. Like, it was full contact. <laughs> like, you could, ju- if a guy was in the air, you could jump and just take Come it out. kick. Oh, baby.
Ah, Jimmy Page on that axe. I have Gibson Les Paul. Hell yeah. I don't know what's sweeter, the sound of Robert Plant singing or the sound of my guy Rob Reichel talking about the Packers. Robbie, what's up, dude? I think that's a no-brainer, Evo. Yeah, you you talking about the Packers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all planned 24-7, 365. But, but I, I do appreciate the comparison. Well, I just hope you don't wear jeans and pants as tight as a rubber plant, Robbie. That's that's my was, only there, one thing. There was a day, my friends. There was a day. <laughs> you got to you gotta butter, butter your thighs but there was a day. You got to butter your thighs up with Crisco and slide right on in. It's the only way to get into those things. I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced for Robert Plant. Uh, <laughs> Rob, how's it going, man? Uh, happy uh, New Year coming up here. Any big plans for New Year's at all? No, the missus and I are getting old. There's no... There's no big plans. We'll do an early dinner and probably see a movie or something like that. That's that's about it. My my kids are uh, my kids are actually vacationing with with family. They're in Florida, so we'll uh, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get a we'll get a night or two alone at home and wow. uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if uh, you know we'll, we'll see if we can crank up that Zeppelin Nebo. Ravi, oh yeah, a whole lot of love. I hope is what you crank up. Rob Reichel, Rob Reichel. Rob Reichel joining us right now. Robbie, speaking of getting old, there's a guy named Aaron Rodgers who just had a birthday not too long ago. But this this dude is uh, odds-on favorite Vegas MVP. And are we already going to be getting it, Rob, as he was talking about it yesterday? Well, just answering questions about it. Is the whole retirement thing and at the end of the season creeping in? I see the reporters talking about it. And Rodgers like, I don't really want to talk about it. But, Robbie, uh, do you get the vibe that right now, A, if the Packers were to let him trade or let him go, they'd be the biggest idiots in the NFL. Uh, B, is he actually going to retire? And he did say it was going to be a short decision. And I guess C, all-encompassing here with the question, do you think he'll be back with the Pack? Well, I, I've held firm since July, Evo, and, and said he won't be back. And, and I'm, not, I'm not changing that view hmm. uh, you know, what, whatsoever. Um, I, I, I think they made a gentleman's agreement behind the scenes, Evo, that when they lopped off that final year of his contract which was the 2023 season that that was that was their truce that was that was their neutral place to get him to come back and play here in 2021 by getting rid of that 2023 deal and and i think they made a gentleman's agreement shook hands behind the scenes good to the agent good to rogers and and said as soon as it come back play for us in 2021 when the year is over we will move you uh, Aaron Rodgers has all the power and control right now in this relationship, Evo, in terms of, I, guess, I mean, he could go to them, theoretically, I guess, and say everything is hunky-dory, everything is wonderful, um, let, let's extend that contract, because there's no way he can come back in 2022, Evo, and play for $46 million. And the Packers aren't going to risk bringing him back on the final year of that contract and then letting him walk out the door for nothing a year later. So, Evo, they, they have to do one of two things. They're either going to trade them or they're going to redo the contract. Yeah. And I just, I just don't see them redoing the contract. I, I, at the end of the day, Evo, only Aaron Rodgers knows what he wants here. Only Aaron Rodgers knows what he's going to do. Believe me, Evo, he knows what he's going to do. He, 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 knew in Ju- he knew in July. He knows today. Whether that's changed or not, I doubt it. Um, I, I, my guess is still that Rodgers wants to go the Tom Brady route and try to win another championship somewhere else. For whatever reason they are, he thinks the pastures are going to be greener outside of Green Bay, and he's going to pursue that, I think, Evo, come February when, the, when, when everything is wrapped up here, and, and then the Packers will trade him before the new league year in March. But, Evo, I still think that the safe money is on him 
playing somewhere else in 2022. So let me ask you this then, Robbie. Devontae Adams says it's not the end-all, be-all, but he does acknowledge that Aaron Rodgers' future with the Packers will be a determining factor in his decision to resign in 2022 or not. What happens with Tay? If they can't sign him to a long-term deal, and my guess is they wouldn't be able to, Evo, they will obviously take him and then try to trade him from there. I know Packer Nation is going to go nuts, people. I mean, it's 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 obvious. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna win thirteen or fourteen games here again this year. They're gonna make a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, whether or not that's a Super Bowl run or not, we'll we'll find out here in the next month. But Evo, keep this in mind. They've gotten the best six years probably out of Devontae Adams that he's gonna have. Um, he's he's pushing thirty. Rogers just turned thirty eight. You can, you can turn Rodgers around right now, Evo. Let's look at this from a business standpoint. Probably for three ones and a couple of twos. You can probably get a one and a three for Adams if you, if you send him to the right place. You add that up, Evo, you're talking four first-round draft picks, a couple of seconds, and a third with a roster that's already outstanding. The question becomes, who's the quarterback? Now, to me, Evo, if you are going to make these deals, I think the fan base and, and obviously management is going to realize they're going to take a step back for a year or two. Um, they're going to have to get a quarterback to, to, to come back in the deal. You know, I, 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 I'm still extremely high on, on the concept of sending him to the Raiders. You get Carr back in the deal. I think Carr's the top 12 quarterback, Evo. I, I still think you win the division. You probably win 11-12 games. You might even win a playoff game along the way. You've got an outstanding roster to go with Carr. You're going to have to rebuild that wide receiver group if, if you do lose Adams in there. Um, but, Evo, I, I still think the rest of that roster is, is – is, oh. oh. Sorry, Robbie, I don't know what that was. Continue. No, we're all good. Um, I just I, – I, I think, Evo, with, with the amount of draft capital, you risk losing um, by playing with fire with Rodgers here – and, and potentially Adams, I think they're going to have to go ahead and pull the plug. Uh, potentially, if, if 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 Adams isn't all in on sticking around without Rodgers, I think then you have to move him as well. But Evo, you're talking about an unbelievable haul of draft picks here. They, they they can do anything they want then with those picks. Go and go and trade two or three of them for a quarterback that they love and they could lock up for five years. You know, invest in another young quarterback if if there's one that they really like. Uh, beef up other positions on the roster with all those with all those draft picks, Evo. You know, Brian Gutekunst would have a lot a lot of plays inside his poker hands there. Um, I just yeah, again, Evo. I, I think there was a wink, wink deal, a gentleman's agreement, a, a handshake behind closed doors that this would be that this would probably be the last season for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And and even though they're you know, sitting in that one hole right now, Evo, and, and the fan base is, is crazy and wild and going nuts thinking this is another Super Bowl run and potentially a Super Bowl team, which is obviously a, a distinct possibility. I'm not sure how much has really changed behind closed doors, Evo. The only thing, Rob, with the uh, all the draft picks is like they're like prospects in baseball. You know, there's a good amount that never amount to jack. But, well, you're, you're not wrong, Nelly, but I think that, you know, if, if we went and broke this down, the amount of draft picks, certainly in the first round, Nelly, that hit in the NFL are going to be higher than, than something like Major League Baseball. Um, it, it's probably comparable to that, though, Nelly, or the NBA, where you, you know, you, you, you see a deal and somebody gets back three or four first round draft picks. I just, I think in the NFL, Nelly, I mean, first round picks are literally gold. 
I mean, they, they absolutely are. Guys come in, play right away, make a difference right away. Um, but let's just say, guys, they beefed up on defense. They, 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 they could have a top five defense immediately if they invested two or three of those, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, those ones. If they, if they went wide receiver, they, they could overhaul that position and probably be, be back to a top 10 wide receiver group, you know, within a couple of years. Again, Goodkins would have a lot of plays inside that, you know, inside that poker game. And, and where he decided to go, I guess, would be up to him. But I, I just think, guys, if, if the, the worst thing possible they can do, if, if they made Rodgers some kind of promise that this would be the last year if he came back, um, then to renege on that promise, it's going to cost them dearly because you would have a disgruntled player and you would have an agent then that would, you know, word would be out, guys, around the league that you couldn't trust Green Bay. And in terms of ever getting free agents or anything like that to come to Green Bay, that that would be a, you know, that that, that would be a ridiculous long shot then. Gutekunst would be shooting himself in the tail if, if, if he took that approach. Rob Rasha joining us right now. Robbie, before I ask you, Vikings coming up here. Rowdy has a follow-up question. Yeah, just, just the reverse, like a little flip side here. If these two are a package deal, how long, if you had to sign them, would you sign them for? I, you know, I, I'm not a big believer that they are. It's, it's really going to be hard for, for somebody. Let, let's just take a Denver, for example, Nelly. Um, you know, to, to, to bring in Rodgers, to get him to a contract. Uh, he's never done hometown deals whatsoever. He wants the going rate. And, and, and in fairness to him, he deserves the going rate. He's probably the best player in football. You know, he's, he's not going to not going to play for $10 million like this year is with Tom Brady or the first year of the Patrick Mahomes contract was. He's, he's not going to give these guys any kind of deal. So for some team, Nelly, to try to get Rodgers and Adams done is, is going to be extremely hard. It's, again, it's, it's not impossible. Anything's possible with the cap, and, and the cap's taking a giant jump next year, which, which gives teams some flexibility. But, but, Nelly, take Green Bay, for example. If they had to redo Rodgers and Adams, we're talking about every other free agent that's going to be up for Green Bay this offseason. You know, we're talking MVS, we're talking Devondre Campbell, you know, various guys like that are going to walk out the door, Rasul Douglas. Um, and then, not, not just that, Nelly, they're going to have to cut four, five, six guys to get under the cap. So the 2022 Packers would look dramatically different, for example, than the 2021 or the 2020 Packers have and because that group for the most part didn't change you're, you're going to be talking about a team with without those free agents i just mentioned nelly and then probably without you know guys like billy turner adrian amos the darius smith and i know you haven't had the darius this year anyways but it, but he's been a force for them the last the last two years um you know crosby probably wouldn't be back at kicker we're we're talking about five six key guys Nelly, that, that wouldn't come back. So when you talk about other teams in the league, too, that would have to try to fit Rodgers and Adams under the cap, there aren't that many they are going to have, let's say, $50 million of cap room, Nelly, that can try to squeeze these guys under. I, I would think Rodgers wants a three-, four-year deal. Uh, Adams probably the same. I, I think Adams is 29 or 30 right now, Nelly. You would, you would think you can get another three years of really high play out of him. Rodgers hasn't shown any signs of decline. Um, yeah, I, I would think a contract like that would make the most sense, Nelly. But again, a lot of it's going to come down to the financials. 
That's Rob- where I was at three years. All right, Robbie. So uh, you said uh, a term, uh, a, a different looking Packers coming up here. But how about a different looking Packers in a short term? Rona rearing its ugly head. Five Monday, two Tuesday, five yesterday. There's still time before Sunday. So this little uh, Omicron could still get some more when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. The hell is going to happen on Sunday as the Vikings come in for a 7:20, a very cold kickoff. At Lambeau Field, Robbie, what uh, what we thinking? I think Adam Thielen done too with an ankle surgery for the Vikings. He's done for the year. Yeah, he went on season-ending IR yesterday. You're you're absolutely right, Evil. No, I mean the, the good news for Green Bay is when the CDC uh, kind of reduced the, the the time on on this latest strand of of the pandemic from ten days to five. It, it opens the window for some of these guys to have the potential to come back. Um, on on Sunday, Evo, and, and play in that game. Uh, you know, the second piece of good news for Green Bay, Evo, is, is the majority of these guys are, you know, probably players between about 35 and 53 on the roster. They're, they're, they're not losing any, you know, tremendous studs here along the way, but it's going to make the special teams obviously even worse because that's the, that, that's the mm. group that goes ahead and plays special teams. That, that, Green Bay's got real issues, though, right now, Evo. I mean, they're, they're 12 and 3 which is clearly wonderful and, and leading the conference and sitting in that one hole to get the, the first round by in the playoffs. But Evo, man, I mean, if, if almost anybody else in the league is playing quarterback last week, other than Baker Mayfield, Cleveland wins that football game. Um, I mean, he was, he was Santa Claus and then some to, to, to green Bay with those four picks. They ran for 219 yards and averaged almost nine yards a, a rush evil the the ravens the week before ran the ball wild against green bay they were they were pushing seven yards of rush the bears even three weeks ago did the same thing evil green bay's rush defense right now is a disaster and i i just wrote this morning uh evil at forbes they, they've got a couple weeks here but i mean it's it's starting to become a worry worrisome issue almost like it was two years ago when you got to the nfc title game and the 49ers ran the ball almost every single play. It was 42 out of 50, and they just hammered the ball down Green Bay's throat, kept it away from Rodgers, and, and blew the Packers out. So Green Bay's got to get that fixed here in the in the next couple of weeks. It won't be easy Sunday night, Evo, with, with Dalvin Cook, um, who's, who's kicked the Packers' tail the last couple mm-hmm. of times they've seen him. You guys remember last year when, when Minnesota came to Lambeau, Cook had four touchdowns in that game. So it's... Uh, you know, I, I know the Vikings took a hit losing Thielen. They've got a they've got a nice replacement though in Osborne. Jefferson's as good as almost anybody in football at the other wide receiver spot. Um, I, I I think every game Minnesota has had, I think other than one this year, Ebo has been a one score game, and and I would expect. I would expect that to be the absolute same thing come Sunday night. Robbie, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Are, are you going to be there? You got to bundle up. If you are, are you going to be there? Oh, I'll, I'll be there, but I'll be warm, Evo. Oh yeah, you're I'll in the be, press box. Yeah. I, it, it'll be nice where I am. It, it, it won't be nice for the for the rest of the fans where I think they're talking three degrees at kickoff. <laughs> There's a thing called an alcohol blanket, Rob. You get yeah, that? that's uh, that, 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 that's the best way to get through games like that, isn't it, Evo? Most def. Robbie, <laughs> always a pleasure. I hope you had a great Christmas, and I hope you have a, a great rest of 2021 and 2022 is going to be even bigger and better for you as i think you're in the same wavelength that i is every year i'm on this earth it gets better for me personally how about you does every year get better for you rob every year is a gift every year is a bonus right evo i think a lot of us have learned that lesson during during the pandemic as we've watched you know close ones battle a a b c or d so no i'm with you a thousand percent you're 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 spot on and, and and i tell you what this 
Packer fans, I know they're all freaking out about what's going to happen in February and March and, you know, with Rodgers and this and that. Just just enjoy the ride because yep. this is this is going to be an extremely fun next month. Nothing is promised. Nothing is guaranteed. And, and you know, for them to be back in this position of chasing Super Bowls should be a ton of fun for the fan base. Rob, got a whole lot of love uh, playing from Led Zeppelin right now. I hope that happens for you. And it's just you and the missus on New Year's Eve. Have a good one, Robbie. All right, my friend. You be, you be good. <laughs> See you, Robbie. Rob Reichel on Twitter. My man, Forbes.com, Conley Media. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. <laughs> this is a man can only get so excited. Why do I say that? Well, I love my stuff through song as well. Let me just uh, feed this up here quick. A little uh, peaches and herb. The song is called Reunited. Oh, reunited, and it feels so good. My man, Uncle Dave, Dave Esler, a man who wears many hats. Dave, what's up, dude? I'm just missing you guys back, my oh. oh, I missed I missed you like the desert misses the rain, Dave. You know that? No, obviously, obviously, Rowdy didn't because I had a I had to remind him of what time it was. Well, here's the thing, Rowdy. When he gets to talking, it's a lot. It takes a lot to derail him from what he's talking about. So, Dave, yeah. he did say that he had to call you, and then he got talking about. I think it was wrestling, which definitely derails yeah. him. So then Rowdy's like, Sorry. Rowdy goes, oh, Sorry, I, I got to call Dave. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. That's that's fine, Dave. That's okay. I do want to, I do want to, it was very obvious, the demographics, demographics of your audience, when a little bit ago he said, quote, when I was younger, I used to stay up and watch. Well, Rowdy always says when I was young, no matter what, Rowdy yeah. talks about being younger, and I go, Rowdy, you got people are a lot older that listen to you. You got to, you know, not like old, old, but like we have a very wide range. I'd say you got to use years instead of just when I was younger. You know what I'm saying, Dave? I just, I just, I just got to laugh out of that. But you so, know, I sent him a laugh yesterday when it was 77, and I went and played golf here. Oh yeah, I I heard about that. Rub it in, Dave. It's like zero degrees here. Dave, I have a question for you. Uh, now yeah. Wisconsin is in the Las Vegas Bowl. A good friend of the show, and usually when you're on, we have another guest on named Aaron Dolan, and she said that Wisconsin is minus two over Arizona State. I don't get it because I saw the line open at minus seven and a half. What's Lock of the night. Yeah, minus two. Aaron Dolan told us minus two, Dave. I know you're a good friend of hers as well. Uh, oh, boy. Somebody's been feeding you some information. <laughs> yeah, your Twitter account at Dave underscore wrestlers. <laughs> oh, I got blocked in a matter of uh Oh, I saw. Seconds. Oh, I saw. <laughs> I'm still I'm still pissed at that if you want the truth. <laughs> well then, then she accused me of. Did you see his tweet about my looks? I mean, she how was, high school? How, how how much high school can you get? Oh, wait, so, so, she was shaming your looks, Dave. No, she said I shamed hers. I tweeted at her twice oh. in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I saw you that uh, you called her out for just being like. I have no idea what she's talking about when it comes to gambling. In a backhanded kind of way. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't direct. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dave. I, mean, I, mean, asking, I was asking a question I knew she didn't know the answer to. You're a prolific gambler, Dave. And there's a lot of people out there that, uh, quote, unquote, 
say they're big time, you know, line makers and, and movers and setters. Well, well, wait, wait a minute. That just, they just read off a Stop. teleprompter. Stop. This is my show. Did she really? Did she really come on and say the Badgers were minus two? No, I was just I was just making that up. Okay. <laughs> Rowdy told Rowdy I, me up. I don't care if she came on. I'm going to talk, talk about talk about egregious. But you know, some of the stuff that she has sent out, I would not fall over backwards if I did hear that. Well, Dave, it's funny. It's the, the Twitter beef that I didn't know that 2021 needed. You versus Aaron Dolan. It's been it's been amazing. Yeah, come on, Dave. I'm not good enough looking for her to respond. <laughs> No, but we can let her know that she's not going to get away with it. Hey, Dave, uh, I missed you, man. It's nice catching up with you, and you'll have to get a burner account since you're blocked uh, by her now. But, Dave, when it comes to gambling, line yeah. open at 7.5 for Wisconsin, and then it's moved all the way down to, was it 6, Rowdy? And now it's 6.5. Yeah. Why? I feel like Wisconsin's going to truck this team that Arizona State doesn't even want to be there. I don't know. I mean, it's. I think for me – you know, they're playing this game on turf, which might favor team speed, which unfortunately Arizona State has more of, and especially at quarterback. I mean, that kid Daniels can fly around. So, you know, gun to my head, um, unless it was from Aaron Dolan, I would probably take Arizona State. And another, another reason, I'll tell you why that line is, the total is like 41. Well, I know Wisconsin's not going to give up a lot of points, but I don't think they're going to score a lot of points either. And if you want to give me almost seven points in a game that's only going to see 40-ish, I, I would have to take them. Dave. We're, it looks so, like we're going head-to-head we're going on head, this one. Yeah, we're, you, we're going head-to-head. Aaron Dolan told us she's uh, on your side, though, okay, in a shocking turn of events. I'm looking more at the total, though. <laughs> we, we are all under the firm belief that Wisconsin's going to roll, Dave. Well, they might. I mean, I don't know that either team really wants to be there. I mean, you know, at one point, didn't the Badgers have – you know, weren't they talking about maybe being in the Big Ten championship game? And why do you got to do that? No, why do you got to do that? Maybe beyond that. I mean, I always don't uh, really love teams that are playing on uh, December 30th that we're looking forward to playing in January. Well, hey, let me just say this. The SEC is, uh, what, 0-4 now in bowl games already? They stink. SEC they'll, stinks. They'll be 0-5 in about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually have some boots in the on the ground in Las Vegas, and he was saying just being at the press conferences, Arizona State didn't feel like they wanted to be there at all. Yeah, Herm Edwards is like, you play to leave Las Vegas. He's just playing possum. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, you know what will happen? Wisconsin will get up, and you guys will be all ha- fat and happy. I'll take them for the first half, maybe. Uh, okay. Then, then, when, then when everybody, including the half the band members that did make the trip, have to get into the game, Arizona State will get a backdoor scoring cover. Dave, man, I did miss your uh, your your, uh, your saltiness when it comes to this. SEC stinks, by the way. But, Dave, yeah, Rowdy, tell Rowdy, tell Dave what you are in bowl games so far. Well, I mean, me and him have been talking a little bit back and forth, but I know he's been busy. I, so he says. The season did not start out well. Fighting with Aaron Dolan. But our last two weeks, we're we're on an 8-1 and one streak here. 8-1, and 5-0 and oh this week, Dave. Come on, bro. Yeah, but when you had COVID and all that stuff, I mean, you had so much time. I mean, you should be 9-0. and oh. I did have a lot of time, hey! but I also didn't have a computer or anything else with me. Yeah, well. There's a lot that can be said for not overthinking the problem. True. Dave, when it comes to uh, some other bowl games, anything that you're, uh, you and Aaron Dolan teamed up with or looking at here for uh, – or maybe not. We'll throw Aaron out of the equation. Any bowl well, games? Let me, let, me, let, me look, 
Let me look at her Twitter account real quick. Oh, you're blocked. How can you? Google. Oh, yeah, Google it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Tennessee, even at the new number. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think – I mean, Tennessee's defense doesn't have a whole lot of, of kind of gusto, but Purdue's offense doesn't either. Um, especially with that total now sitting at 66, do they really think Purdue's going to score half those points? I don't. Um, I think you can take Tennessee State, state uh, Tennessee safe, safely. Um, I have to take Michigan State tonight. And as much as I don't want to, I mean, they're obviously missing Walker, but I think to Pittsburgh missing Pickett's just a bigger deal. Um, I don't grasp that total being 55-and-a-half by any stretch of the imagination, but if it is, I certainly would like Michigan State. And uh, RE, your Packers, I like the under oh, on Sunday night. It's going to be cold, Dave. Yeah, I know. I mean, good, the luck, good, luck, Florida. good luck kicking that rock. I mean, good luck to a guy like Justin Jefferson that had never been out of the state of Louisiana um, trying to trying to catch those balls. I mean, the last time those two teams played, I think they combined for about 800 yards of offense, zero turnovers, two-thirds of their third down conversions. That ain't happening Sunday night. Uh, Dave, when it comes to – what about your Patriots, dude, playing against a big number, 15-and-a-half over the Jags? Is that too much to eat? Probably. Well, I mean, what's the vibe? They got, they, got, they, got, they got bigger problems next week. They play in Miami, and they're going to need to win that game. And historically, even with Brady, they, they, they didn't dominate the Dolphins in Miami. So, you know, I hate to say the Patriots are looking ahead because they're not good enough to look ahead, but they might be. And, you know, Jacksonville, everybody thought they would play well as soon as they got rid of Urban Meyer, and it took a week. Um, yeah. But after the, the last couple games, they actually have looked a little better. I mean, that doesn't, you know, they're still big underdogs for a reason, but Jacksonville covering that would not surprise me. That's because they got a little Wisconsin flavor leading the way now with Daryl Bevel. Yeah, true. Well, you know, he's, I believe he's probably a lame duck. Jacksonville needs to hire somebody. <laughs> yeah, they might go. They're trying to get Nathaniel Hackett. But that's Packers the thing, Dave. That's not his first time being a lame duck interim. That's true. Well, that's true. That's that true. true. That's true. Dave, any, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Anyone. I got everything. <laughs> you, want college, you want college basketball? I took Montana State tonight. I wasn't going to ask that, but thank you so much. And the only thing, you, the only thing you don't have, Dave, is access to Aaron Dolan's account from your own personal account. You got to go go through Google. But Dave, uh, yeah, I know, but I can still see it. You know, there's, there's block, and then there's block with a capital B, and that'll never happen. <laughs> I actually, it's actually become comic relief. I, I, I know. I've, I've, been, I've been laughing about it for like a week now. Although at some point it really becomes actually sad, and I, I'll be, I'll be like fully <laughs> honest. Like, not just her, but a lot of people that are the talking heads, they, they don't know anything. I, yeah, I know. Like, you know, your backup production man knows more about sports than some of these people. Well, it's a lot of those talking heads, Dave. They just read off a teleprompter, and then they pretend to know what they're talking about. And then if you ask them, like, a question that some would say were pretty easy when it comes to lines, they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, I know. It's it's really sad that that there are plenty of people that follow that information because it sounds cool, or they make a package it to sound cool. And and uh, well, here's the thing, know. Dave. Not only yeah. do you sound cool, but you also look cool on your videos with those hats. I've been seeing that there's been a repeat couple hats here. We need. Do we need to send you some new hats for 2022? If you got them, if you want to get featured, you know, I'm, right now I'm still pretty. 
pretty inexpensive for. for <laughs> I need like, I need to like an Indiana Jones. I, if Wisconsin, it, hey, I'm still undefeated head to head against Dave this year. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Fine. Small sample size. <laughs> it's fine. It's Small fine. sample size. But how about if Wisconsin wins and covers? Maybe we'll we'll find a Wisconsin hat for Yeah. Him. If yeah. If whoever wins I, that bet, we'll send you a hat. I'll put it on anyway because that'll be great. I'll you know I'll I'll tout my zone Madison friends in Wisconsin, but I'll do it from my back porch overlooking the water when it's like <laughs> 70, 78 degrees. Mm, and, uh, you're and, something, uh, ain't you? You are something. Well, you know, I mean, if the if the rules were reversed, I would expect no less. Okay, Dave, have you ever skied? Like in snow? Yeah. <laughs> yes, in snow. Not water. <laughs> not water skiing. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think I did once. <laughs> we got plenty uh, of powder up here. Yeah. When I was younger. <laughs> hey, Dave, before we let you go, man, it's so nice to hear your voice. Uh, I'm glad that you and Rowdy both made your triumphant returns. It feels, as Peaches and Herbs play, again reunited, and it feels so good. Big plans, Dave, for New Year's. Anything uh, on the docket as the ball drops? Um, it depends on who wins college football tomorrow. I could be really sad, or I could be really happy. So either it's a steak and lobster or ramen. Yeah, pretty much. But you know what? I honestly don't care. I'm not a foodie. No. Oh, all right. Well, I, 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 I might have to take Michigan with the points. It's tough to do it, but I might have to. Hey, Dave, have a good New Year's, man. We love you. We miss you. And uh, I'll send Aaron Dolan your best wishes, okay? Uh, yeah, do that, please. And y'all stay safe. <laughs> See you, Dave. There right. it is. Uncle Dave, our guy. That's funny. And I let it start off tonight. And there's news about Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers seen here noticing a cloud that looks like a butt. <laughs> Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Okay, not a huge deal. Professional athletes test positive for a lot of things. But here, here's what he said right before the start of the season. Yeah, I've been immunized. You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and have made statements, owners who made statements. That's really vague. <laughs> he better not talk that way in the huddle. Okay, bring it in. Next play is a run or maybe a pass. There have been a lot, of, a lot of conversations around it, and the coaches made statements in my helmet, but the main point is, let me breathe on you. <laughs> Unhinged Stephen Colbert, hopefully not unhinged. Mike Clemens joining us. Good morning, Mike. Evo, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Mike. I am uh, feeling it. Today's technically our Friday. We got the, the Las Vegas Bowl tonight with the Badgers. We got Packers on Sunday. It feels good, Mike. How are you? Okay, it's just, you know, I'm just so blown away because Aaron Rodgers has carefully tried to, you know, build his brand outside of football with spots in movies and game show hosts and you know the you know the commercials and everything like that, and for the last month he's been the laughing stock of the league <laughs> talk show. It's like, it's like it's like playing Monopoly and you go around the board and all of a sudden you get this you know, you go to media jail card or something like that. Yeah, I haven't watched one of those shows, Mike, probably since I was in high school. Well, you're a morning show guy though too, yeah, so yeah. you know that's it. I but, forgot Stephen Colbert existed until I heard that clip. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a little show on CBS after the ten o'clock news. Yeah, I'm usually sawing logs by then, you know. Right, right. Well, anyway, um, you know, now the COVID list is up to fifteen for Green Bay. Uh, Kenny Clark is back, and you know he missed the Ravens game. And you know, it's so what you hear that the guy tested positive. You think, okay, he's probably sitting at home, you know, on Zoom calls and 
reading magazines and, and that kind of thing. And he was asked, you know, did you want to play? Did you think you could? Because now they've changed the the quarantine dates from 10 days to five days. Did you want to play against the Ravens even though you had tested positive for COVID? Everybody's different. I know for me, I would have wanted to play, but the first three days when I got it, it, it hit me pretty hard. Like <laughs> I, I lost some weight. I was like my chest, my my throat, everything was just hurting. I had a bad cough and I had it for like, yeah, for like three days. I mean, I would have wanted to play for sure, but I don't know how, what the trainers or um, what everybody else would have, how they would have made that decision on that. Um, me personally, I would have wanted to play, but they would have seen me and they probably would have been like, like, nah, you can't. There's no way we're going to throw you out there looking like this or feeling like this. So, But everybody's different. Some people don't feel it at all, and they could probably come out to go out there and play a game. So I think Mike Kenny Clark obviously didn't play against the Ravens. Did he play, which is insane for him, did he play every snap the next game against the Browns? Yeah, because they ended up being short, too, because yeah. Tyler Lancaster had to leave the game. Man. Um, yeah. So, and, and he said he, you know, he got kind of winded uh, during the game uh, against the Browns because of that. So, you know, they're trying to, you know, as this thing, the numbers are just going crazy nationally uh, with the latest variant. Uh, LaFleur talked about, you know, I, one of the reasons that we can't do these interviews now uh, in the auditorium like we've done all season since training camp is because they're now using our media auditorium for the offensive line group. Oh. They're back to the stuff that they were doing last year where they're trying to spread out if the guys are in the building. You know, they've got as much distancing, social distancing, you know, 10 feet or more between players in a meeting room, that kind of thing. And LaFleur, you know, was talking about how they're trying to prep. Is he prepping this week from Zoom, or how much are you doing in the building for team meetings to get ready for Sunday night against the Vikings? Well, we're pretty fortunate that we have a facility that can accommodate us just in terms of the space of making sure that everybody's spread out. I think our guys are doing a good job of wearing their masks, but we will do more virtual meetings post-practice. Potentially, it's, we really kind of left it up to the position room in terms of how they would like to do it. That list is continuing to get longer, unfortunately, but it is what it is. I think we're somewhere around 15 right now. Yeah, you could go the Eagles route, route, Mike, and they're putting all their quarterbacks in separate rooms as well as their OC and head coach. You can just put them all in different rooms, padded rooms. Yeah, yeah. I think the Bears did that years ago, but that's when Jay Cutler was quarterback there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so you got concerns on offensive line. You know, when Yash Nyman went down, you brought in Ben Braden for a, a, a couple of snaps. Well, now he's on the COVID list. So you start to see these guys making moves. And by the way, so Bakhtiari... Uh, is still, you know, he didn't practice yesterday, but they're still hoping they can get What's him back him? at some point. You know, it'll be a, it'll be one year tomorrow that he uh, blew out his ACL, you know, in a practice getting ready for uh, a game. So, and Jair Alexander was out there yesterday, and he has been taken off the IR, so that means he's still eligible to to play sometime, maybe in the postseason. It'll probably take a couple more weeks, but you know, you're watching the moves that they're making on offensive line, and they elevate Cole Van Lannan from uh, Green Bay, uh, the rookie uh, who actually got cut after camp. He was a late-round draft pick. On Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, but he played left tackle for those last two years at Wisconsin. And so we asked Adam Stenovich, the offensive line coach, so if Yash goes down a left tackle and you're looking for backups, could, uh, could the kid from Green Bay step in at that position? Yeah, I think, well, Cole's come a long, a long way. Um, he's getting a lot better, um, really fitting into our scheme and everything like that. Uh, I don't see him in the NFL being a left tackle. I think he's more of an interior guy. 
um, and that could, you know, go out to right tackle if, if you need him. But, uh, yeah, he's doing a great job. He's trying to um, just be a valuable backup at every position right now uh, because of our depth. So he's working hard, and, you know, he'll be ready if his number's called. Now, Mike, I like what he's saying, but the tone of voice didn't seem to, <laughs> as confident as you would like, but hopefully I'm wrong. But, yeah, if he is called upon, let's hope that he can do what all the other linemen have done for the Packers, and that's step up when needed. Yeah, and Steno, as they call him, is pretty straightforward about stuff. Okay, good. And um, you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you what I think he's saying to you is this. Um, if we need to back up uh, Yash at left tackle, we'll probably kick out John Runyon, who's done a, quietly done a really good job at left guard. And then you could have a guy like Cole Van Lannan or some of these other guys play the guard position. You know, we'll have to move one of our active starters right now out to one of those tackle positions if Dennis Kelly at 31 years old gets banged up or whatever. At tight end, you're short because Tyler Davis, you know, this backup tight end that they've got, um, is now on the COVID list. And so there's this one guy that we all kind of had fun with during camp because he's so big, this Bronson Kafusi, six foot six, 270 pounds. He's just huge, and he's been out there with the practice squad. And now they're getting him ready for the Vikings game if they need him because, you know, Mercedes Lewis is also on the COVID list this week. So Justin Uten is the tight end coach and talked about, you know, getting Kafusi ready. Bronson's getting the brunt of, uh, you know, Mercedes' reps at this point. Things that he's been doing throughout the season, obviously, you know, with the look team, he's been preparing just like a, uh, a starter would. As far as mentally, uh, he may have not gotten the amount of reps that obviously we would like as a, a starting Y. Uh, but, you know, his progression throughout the season has been fun to watch. But it's just a matter of, you know, how it all plays out with symptoms and all that. I love the name, though. Bronson Kafusi. That sounds like a guy who's destined to be a tight end. Yeah. I mean, he just he's so big, he makes you kind of chuckle. It's like, oh, I'd like to see this guy. Let's get the ball to this guy. Six, and see six, if it takes three guys to take him down. Oof, huh? Six six two seventy. Oof. Yeah, yeah. He, and and he, and thirty years old. Thirty years old. <laughs> he's thirty. So, you know, yeah, that is yeah, a he, large man. He's a freak show. Um, so one <laughs> of the big stories you're talking about is, you know, Aaron Rodgers saying the other day, you know, I haven't made a decision. I'm just kind of focused on this right now. I will say things are getting better. But Devontae Adams was asked first, you know, hey, so if Aaron Rodgers decides. Uh, whether he's going to stay in Green Bay or goes to another market, um, how does that affect your deal with the Packers? I mean, it, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, naturally, why why wouldn't it? You know, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm playing with the, the best quarterback to play the game. It's not like, you know, there's, there's nothing other than, you know, me just having a connection I've built up with my guy and playing a certain way, um, you know, so that there's that expectation, there's that friendship built up in it. There's, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, obviously to a certain extent, um, it won't be the end-all be-all, but it'll definitely be something that I'm, I'm monitoring and paying attention to to see where, you know, where his head is at, you know, after all of this. But one thing to, to answer the, the first part of it, one thing that we both do a great job with, I think we talked about a lot this year, is just kind of making the main thing the main thing and um, just really, really enjoying the time that we do have with our teammates. And it's something that we've started to talk about more because we all getting older, man. It's, you know, it's a business on top of that. So, it's a lot of stuff that goes into whether or not I'm back here, whether or not he's back here. 
Um, if it was just as much as, as simple as do you like being here? Do you want to be back? And, you know, we'll just we'll pay you how we how you should be paid and, you know, doing all those type of things. Then it would be easy. Everybody would be exactly where they want to be and, you know, having the time of their life. But, um, you know, there's there's certain certain parts of this game that I don't control. I do not envy Mark Murphy, Russ Ball, Brian Gutekunst and to an extent Matt LaFleur when it comes to the end of the season with Rodgers and Devontae and everyone else looming as well, Mike. I'm glad I'm, yeah. I'm not in that position. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati, maybe Cincinnati just drives up, you know, backs up the Brinks truck and says, Devontae, come be with Joe Burrow. You're looking for a good passer? You know, you two could could just tear up the field. Uh, So there's going to be all kinds of competition for Devontae Adams, no question. So for Aaron Rodgers, um, he was asked point blank yesterday about his comments about, is it retirement? Is it staying in Green Bay? Is it moving on to another team next season? What's it going to be? Um, a lot of the things that I've seen from the team uh, that, that are directly related to conversations we had in the offseason, that was meaningful to me. Um, I've enjoyed being a part of conversations that directly affect my job, which I talked about in the offseason, and, and uh, Brian's taken a lead in that. And I do appreciate uh, the way our relationship has grown. I have a lot of love for Matt and enjoy playing for him. I love my teammates. Uh, the coaching staff has been fantastic. and. You know, they make it fun every single day. And the guys, obviously, is what you is what you play for. And, and having Randall back has made this year uh, exponentially greater for me as far as happiness and going through the weeks and being able to spend time with him and Ida and kids. And uh, it has been really, really special. So I'm just savoring this year, I think, as much as anything. And um, I don't want to – it won't be something where I'll drag it out for months and months, you know, have conversations uh, with my loved ones after the season, with with Brian and Mark and Russ and coaching staff, and and uh, and then make a decision at some point. Uh, you know, I'm not going to hold the team back from anything. And 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 once I commit, and if it's committing, uh, you know, to move forward here, that'll be a, it'll be a quick decision. All right, I'm going to hold them to that then, Mike. A quick decision. I'm going to hold them to that. Okay. Well, I mean, he knows what the far thing was for his first three years about, you know, and and. And I think part of that is is very legit because a it's a player trying to get some leverage, you know. So you're you're trying to get Randy Moss to come in to Green Bay, those kinds of things like Brett was doing. And secondly, it's like I don't want to I don't want to go back on the merry ground and you know and 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 be one and done in the playoffs or maybe not even win a division. You know, it's like I, I'm not coming back unless I really think that the team is going to go out of the way to get to a Super Bowl. And I think that's what Rodgers and Favre both have in common at this point in their careers. By the way, Aaron Rodgers named NFC Offensive Player of the Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Rookie Offensive of the Month is Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, Look at that. The, the younger brother of Equinemia St. Brown. The uh, the Lions, by the way, too, they they not only beat the Vikings, they beat the Cardinals so far in the last month, and that's the next team that the Packers are going to have to face at Ford Field next week. So then, uh, you know, the passing of John Madden at the age of 85, and so bizarre. I guess they say that he actually saw that special, that all-Madden special they played on Fox before the Packers and Browns game on Christmas Day. And so, you know, it turned out in 2008, that's when Aaron took over as the starter for the Packers, and that ended up being John Madden's last year calling games. He called. They were replaying his Super Bowl, his last Super Bowl, uh, the other night on the NFL Network between the Cardinals and the Steelers, and so Rogers was asked, if, "Does he remember those these production meetings? You know, when you 
the, the, these broadcasters that, that from the networks, they get to sit down with the quarterback, you know, the top linebacker, any player they request, just 10, 15-minute thing so they can get some background for the three-hour show, talk to the coach. Does he remember having that production meeting with John Madden uh, in Green Bay? It, it may have been in this room, actually. Um, it was it was in one of these rooms here in the hall, and of course I was nervous. I mean, it was John Madden. Um, John was one of the voices of my childhood, uh, you know, as was Alex Trebek. So it was similar meeting people like that who you felt a kinship to because you heard their voice all the time. It was Pat Summerall and John Madden for years, and then John and Al Michaels, uh, you know, on Monday night. And, uh, so I was a kid in a candy store in that. I mean, I was so excited to, to meet him, to be around him, to hear his voice in person. I'm thankful for John uh, for changing the way that we all, I think, watched football and the excitement that he brought to the broadcast and his conversation and his all Madden team and his Thanksgiving Day turducken and all the different Maddenisms that he brought. And obviously the game. I mean, one of the first games I played on an old Sega Genesis was Madden 94. Hell yeah. And we wore that game out uh, and had a blast doing it. So I'm thankful for, for John and his contributions and obviously saddened uh, to hear of his passing. But that, that first uh, production meeting was, was so special for me. And uh, I'll always be thankful to have gotten the one. Yeah, hearing the news of Madden passing, it felt like, you know, everyone just kind of lost a good friend, you know. I had a chance to interview Madden one time. I'm at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 40 in Detroit. That's in 2005. And that was the one when the uh, Seahawks lost to the Steelers. Seahawks coached by Mike Holmgren. And in Green Bay, it ended up being uh, Mike Sherman's last year because the, the team went 4-12. and 12. Ted Thompson had come in and taken over as GM, and he was, you know, he was blowing up the place. He got rid of the two guards, Mike Wall, Marco Rivera, uh, they were having injuries at, uh, you know, running back. That was the year Sam Congato was a big thing. For <laughs> you know, this revolving door in the backfield. So, And then Farr finishes the season saying, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Uh, you know, maybe I don't have the magic to pull out these games. So I talked to Madden about that at the Super Bowl at a media day. I was just saying, I think if he you know, had to decide today, he would. But I don't think he has to decide today. I think three months from now he won't. You know, Brett came up short in the game against Carolina on Monday night, and he said, wow, you know, he said, this whole season we've, we've lost four or five games by some total of nine points. He says, in the past, give me two minutes, nine points, that's no problem. He says, sometimes I wonder if I've, I've lost that, for lack of a better word, magic touch. Do you think maybe he's lost that magic in two minutes? No, I don't, I don't think he lost the magic. Uh, I mean, I think the... The group around him isn't as good. I mean, that's that's what it is, a supporting cast. That, you know, in the last four or five years, uh, the Packers kind of turned into a running team, and Brett Favre was always better when, when Amon Green had a big day. And then when they lost Amon Green and they lost their their guards and their running game and, and so on, and it all went on his shoulders, it was tough. I mean, been, you know, I mean it was part partly him. I mean, he didn't have a great year, and he'll admit that, but... Uh, he didn't have the surrounding cast either. John Madden, Al Michaels, look forward to your coverage on Channel 12 this Sunday night. Thank you. Mike, how was that meeting John Madden? Was it a larger-than-life you know, figure, or was the guy just feel like a good old boy? Like, how did yeah, feel? no, he's, he's huge. He, makes eye con- he made eye contact. Um, he, you could just chat, chat, chat all you want. The man loved football, loved people. You know, Favre had 20 touchdowns and 
I think, 29 picks that year, and people were saying he's washed up. And two years later, he takes the Packers to the NFC Championship. Mm. Then he takes the Vikings to the NFC Championship. <laughs> That's you know, and John Madden call it. This guy's not done. You got to get some people around him. And and then I wanted to play for you. That same year, then John gets inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's a keynote speaker at a dinner when he finds out the news. And listen how giddy he was, how how excited he was to find out that he'd actually been named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I'm so proud to be in the Hall of Fame that, you know, I just, like I said, I'm in shock. So I'm going to say things don't make, you know, I was coming over here and I said, they can't take this away. Can I mean, they can't say we're kidding. <laughs> we want it back. <laughs> you can't. You don't fly to Hawaii. I said, no, we can't take it away. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's, you know, at some point, you, know, you just got to let it go. Oops. <laughs> Mike, love it, man. We had that clip yesterday, too, uh, just kind of, you know, recapping John Madden, his illustrious and, you know, yeah. from coaching to the broadcast booth, everything in between. Uh, Mike, I assume you're going to be uh, bundling up, going to Lambeau Sunday? Yeah, like a high of seven at the kickoff on Sunday night. So we'll see. You know, I, I don't get why they put the fans through that, uh, but the fans will be there, and it'll be great ratings. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be awfully cold Sunday night for the Packers and the Vikings and then the post-game show with Bill after, after the game. I'm sure a lot of uh, Packer fans will, will be wearing their alcohol blankets. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Lambeau. Mike. A lot of that, too. We love you, brother. Have a good weekend. Happy New Year, by the way. And, Happy New um, Year to you, Ebo, and everybody all, on the morning show. All the best to you and yours. We'll talk to you later, Mike. Bye. There he is, Mike Clemens. Twitter, Mike Clemens NFL. Good stuff. <laughs>